This is the Straight Dope Podcast. I'm going to start a solo theme to complement the interview theme of standards to talk about very, very specific minutiae. And we are going to go butt to nose through the rifle and talk about my thoughts about those components. So to get started, let's just kick it off. Uh, everybody go hit up Mile High Shooting Supply, milehighshooting.com and check out their stuff. They always have discounts. They always have good stuff in stock, ready to rumble. And they are often the place that I go to get whatever it is that I need. So check them out, hit them up. Let's get started. But to nose, this episode is exclusively, and every episode in this theme is going to be exclusively uh, one little minutia. So it's going to be a relatively short podcast. But pads, but pads have an influence on your shooting, period. I can prove it. I can show you. I can demonstrate it. And I have very strong opinions about butt pads. Old school butt pads have a lot of aggressive curve to them. And newer school butt pads are tending towards flat. I think that flat has a profound advantage over curved, depending on how you shoot. And depending on how you shoot, it may or may not make a difference. But the difference between may or may not, may not probably has something to do with how you're shooting and the positions that you're shooting in versus um, the other way. So I think that there's only gain, uh, only ground to gain. Sure, you could say it doesn't make a difference. If you do the Midwest free recoil, you put, the, you put mass down from the scope into the bag and you don't contact the butt pad with any part of your body, then clearly it doesn't matter. And people that are diehard shooters that way, you know, they could put their little S&M spikes on there too if they want to, and it won't make a difference. But for people that make contact with the rifle, it makes a difference. So soft or hard kind of depends, but I lean towards firmer rather than softer. The reason is it takes a very, very small amount of movement at the butt pad, left, right, up, or down to cause a dramatic move in point of impact on paper at 100 yards so if it's soft and you aren't consistent with your pressure you could have deviations and those deviations could be measurable and relatively significant now, again that's that may or may not right the theme of finding out for yourself well some of that's going to continue here but i'm going to carry on this specific topic in the subcast and i'm going to tell you what i found because sometimes people they don't want to go find out for themselves they can't afford or have no interest in finding out for themselves. They want to run what somebody does and start there and see what works starting from a smart point, right? And that's smart. I think it's a waste of time and money to go experiment. If all you want is a specific outlet or outcome, start start with something you know works, right? But uh, I'm going to share that on the subcast, uh, not here on the straight dope. But anyway, I think that you could do a simple experiment. And here's where... I have um, a little bit, not of a bone to pick, because I, t I tend to shoot, shoot bolt guns midline, and I shoot carbines out in my shoulder um, more than I shoot carbines midline. But sometimes I'll shoot carbines midline. Um, but I often run the carbine a little bit more lateral, um, you know, just based on my style and the techniques that I use to shoot. But midline shooting, I want you to do something really quick. Just grab your finger and touch your clavicle, your, your collarbone. 
right? Figure, figure, like, hold on to it. And I want you to do this. I just want you to add a little bit of pressure into it and, and an angle of that pressure and tell me how easily your, the skin over your collarbone moves. It's probably going to be a little bit different for everybody. Um, I do this a lot because I can't feel touch there. So I can feel the, the fin- my finger move. So I think that I, I have a, um, I can feel that slip a little bit easier because I'm not really feeling anything from my chest. So I can, I, it, it feels like it's very slippery. And when I do the, the other side that I can feel, um, it feels different. But anyway, all I'm saying is that put your fingers on your collarbone and see how easily it slips. Now imagine it slipping a thousandth of an inch, right? You, you can't even measure that. Imagine it slipping two thousandths of an inch up or down or left or right because of the pressure that you're applying. So if you're actually using your collarbone as a point of pressure, my guess is that you're also not capitalizing on a level of precision that you could otherwise, but most of us aren't shooting at a level of precision that we're going to be able to see that in the noise, right? If, if most people are positionally shooting four inches, uh, you may not see the deviation that accumulates from inconsistent pressure there. So I would just say, be mindful of if you're shooting midline and you're using your clavicle as a reference, make sure that that's not the only point of contact with your butt pad, because imagine the angle of that butt pad, and imagine what would happen if under recoil there was a little bit of movement and slow motion video shows that before the bullet comes out, that butt pad comes back, you know, uh, I don't know how far, quarter of an inch. And that quarter of an inch on a slippery surface at an angle has a chance of moving, right? So the butt pad stuff really makes a difference. I've talked to chassis manufacturers. In fact, um, you know, it, it led to me not wanting to shoot for, uh, you know, any chassis manufacturers because of their insistence that, that, you know, that stuff doesn't matter or that, you know, the fun idea of, um, you know, limb savers or, or aggressive angling because that's old school. That's what hunters want. And, uh, it's like, you know, that, that's, that's not helping anybody get better. Right. So it, it might not make anything worse, but it's certainly not helping people get better. When we're after precision, whatever our game is, no matter what we do, Precision can't hurt, right? <laughs> so if, if the name of the game is precision and the argument that I would argue all day, all night, that the shooter is the biggest source of error, but nevertheless, that doesn't mean that I don't want a system that isn't capable of precision, right? So, um, you know, if you're selling a system that inherently is designed at a in a design manner that, that, that doesn't optimize maximum precision across all sorts of styles and techniques, then, then I think that, that you're doing a disservice. And so, so I look at the buttstocks, I think, you know, that, you know, it doesn't just because they're flat doesn't mean that they thought about that or did experiments, but, but because they're flat, more shooters can optimize them quicker and easier across different types of skill sets in a way that, um, I, I think produces measurable results for me. You know, I, I could say that, that I have done a lot of experiments and tests just cause I think it's fun and I like trying to decide between styles. And I say that I want to have technique that goes across positions and rifles. But the one thing that I can't do is take my precision carbine shooting skill and put it into my bolt gun in the same manner, because you know, like I said before, I can shoot my precision carbine 
better than I could shoot a bolt gun. And I, I put my precision carbine in my shoulder. I do not do precision shots midline unless it's, I don't know. I mean, I, I can imagine that, that occasionally I may shoot midline, but I will just as easily put it out in my shoulder. So I, I guess I alternate between them. Um, to be to be totally honest, but but that dynamic, you know, left and right isn't as easily transferable with with my bolt guns for some reason. I think the guns that I shoot best they tend to have the flattest buttstock and the firmest buttstock. Now, I've tried shooting a fifty cal midline on my collarbone and it hurt, and um, you know I've tried shooting magnum rifles midline on my collarbone and, and it didn't feel good either. And so I think that that really for me personally, I'm gonna experiment with and try to go back to not shooting midline as much unless you're in the prone where um being in the prone it lends itself to sight picture and transitions and and, and that kind of stuff really well but but some of the arguments against shoulder you know shooting and going to midline even though we're getting off the topic like that i don't think they're founded in um arguments that go to the calibers that we're actually shooting in those positions. Cause, cause like literally like, is it really going to rotate your body on an axis of your shoulder when you're shooting a six millimeter? Like, fuck no. Right. Um, so, so I think that, but, but, it, but it does, this argument goes back to the butt pad. Right. So that's where I'm going to stop and I'm going to transition this over to the subcast. So if you're a subscriber, uh, you're going to get another uh, podcast pop up on your thing. It's going to be the subcast uh, butt pad um, specifics talk about the specific cues and things that I've seen. Um, and uh, I've noticed that that about a third of subscribers haven't listened to the subcast, which is really interesting because like that's, that's huge value, right? That's probably like, you know, uh, you know, more than half of the value of the subscription. Um, so, so that's curious, but um but yeah, you know, I'm going to start doing my specifics results and, um, you know, playing both sides of the conversation in order for you guys to have kind of that, you know, that one side doesn't always win, but, but there's benefits to both sides of most conversations. And, and, uh, so the same recording is going to continue, but some of you are being phased out now. This is where I jump in to say that if you, go to rivalcraft.com and get a subscription you get added metrics to your profile on the website which can help you get better more accurate information about your shooting that you could use to propel your training and understanding of your shooting forward you get emails subcoms emails with training targets ideas and uh, product discounts as they come about and you get access to another podcast just like this called The Subcast, where I continue to ask experts and talk about details just like the Riflecraft Straight Dope podcast, but there's more of it. So you get double the content. I try to be much more specific. So um, you're just going to have to subscribe if you want more. And don't if you don't. I know there's a lot of podcasts out there and they all cover the same topics. I've got my own style. If you like my style and you want more of it, that's a really good way to do it. You don't have to, but it sure helps promote and ensure 
that this podcast continues to operate the way it does. So it's kind of a win-win for everybody. More content, more interviews, more specifics, more ideas for your training, and you're supporting it all as a subscriber with the benefits that come from it. So go check it out at riflecraft.com, get a subscription and join the growing tribe of people who are trying to empower themselves by learning and experimenting and driving their skill and knowledge to the next level. Thank you.